Good day, good day, good people. Welcome to Floor 18 of Corporate Courtney, and I am your host, Courtney Johnson. I'm not going to lie, I've been very off this week. I, For the longest time, I really thought the finance episode was last week's episode until I got some listener feedback on the Floor 17 episode I actually did. And honestly, I have no idea what day it is until I was like, oh gosh, you've got to get something recorded for this week's episode. So I'm a little off, but here we are here. We're making it. There is a recording happening. It's magic. I'm doing it. And sometimes that's all you can you can really ask for. But um, I did want to touch base on the actual last episode that I did on that pressure and need to succeed and I wanted to double click you know like every really cool business person says the idea that I was trying to get across is not to get stuck if you settle in where you are in your comfort zone and you don't grow that is not what I was advocating so please keep it pushing what I was advocating was just trying to get to the next place just for the sake of getting to the next place. I think it's very hard for people, for black, children of black parents who grew up knowing that they had to constantly succeed. There wasn't this idea that you could do whatever you wanted to do or follow your passion. That's not something we preach. I don't have many black friends whose parents were totally down with the idea to take a year abroad and find yourself what really speaks to you it really was like doctor lawyer engineer go get it and so it is definitely harder for a lot of us to look up and say hey I really love painting and this is what I want to do with my life and this is how I'm going to make money. In fact, we heard the opposite a lot growing up, which was you can't make money doing something creative. And as we get older and as we get into the real world, we see that this is just not true. Um, But however, I do believe that you should still be chasing after the dollar. okay? because at the end of the day, It may be stressful and it may be hard to do the things that you're doing, but you have to continue to earn a living, okay? And the more money you're making, the easier some of this stuff will be. And as you find your passion and your purpose, you'll be able to afford it. So please don't misconstrue my last episode as trying to advocate for you not to go get this money because it's out here. Please go get it. But I do want to drill in that You are doing great things. And if you haven't heard it from anyone, I want to tell you, I'm proud of you. I mean, listen to you in your free time. You listen to a business podcast. I mean, if you're not trying to better yourself just by that alone, there are people who don't do anything outside of just going to their nine to five and just knocking it out. So I think you're doing stellar. I know that you can do your next step. I just hope that 
you're happy and proud of where you're going and what you're doing. Now, for this week's topic, I know I've mentioned it a few times in other episodes on different floors about how there are times when you can make mention of something in meetings or at work and no one really seems to hear you or they don't take into account what you're saying and how frustrating that can be. And I think I brought it up when I was talking about imposter syndrome and how I can mention something and someone else can say it later and people go crazy for it. But when I said it, it fell on deaf ears or I think I touched on it maybe a little earlier just with the idea that like I feel like I'm contributing in the office and it's not being acknowledged. And I don't know about many of you all, but Netflix started airing or re-airing um, television show that used to come on on UPN. Uh, for the youngins out there, UPN used to be a really solid black network that showed really solid black TV shows. Um, I think it merged with the WB. If this is wrong, I'll edit this out. But it merged with the WB and that's how you get the CW. So, but it used to be really cool that we had all these great black shows that came on. And so now Netflix is showing these on their platform. And so I've rewatched, I've started rewatching Girlfriends, um, starring Tracy Ellis Ross, written by Mara Brock, a kill. And if you've never heard of it, I highly suggest that you as a young black woman working in corporate America, go watch this show. It is, I watched it as a youngin, but it hits supremely different as an adult. There are some topics that probably went over my head when I was in middle school, but today really affect me. So there was this incident or this episode where the main character, Joan, played by Tracy Ellis Ross, is speaking in a meeting and a lot of her colleagues are ignoring her anytime she wants to talk about something seriously they start making jokes and anytime she joins in on the jokes they want to talk seriously and then she can make mention of strategy or next steps or things that can be done to further along cases because she's a lawyer um and no one hears her people cut her off no one takes it in but the people who do hear her or pretend not to hear her share the same idea and get a ton of credit for the idea and I had to pause the episode because I was like well ain't that a bitch I feel like that happens to me a lot in the office and my naivety says it's not on purpose it's either there's some sort of reason my tone doesn't direct attention or the ideas can't be manifested at the time. So I've kind of let it go. However, in the last few weeks, maybe months, depending on how long you've been listening, I've been at a very low motivation level. But I just stopped contributing. I stopped giving ideas. I stopped bringing things up. I just let it fall where it may. However, I'm getting back into the swing of life. I'm starting to contribute more in the office again. And it started happening again. I have started to bring up gaps in flows that we may have, questions that I feel like need to be answered immediately to be able to successfully proceed with ideas. And I've been getting ignored 
or even if I am being heard, it's almost as if leadership or the rest of the group would rather kick the can and come to that issue when it's a really a problem and then act surprised when it is a problem. And I noticed some things that I've been saying or said back in like December coming to bite us in the butt now here in September, almost a little under a year later. And these were things we could have had almost a year to address if we had taken what I said and tried to fix these things or at least include them in design or try to get things going and flowing. And it just didn't seem important when I brought them up. However, now when someone else is starting to say, hey, this is a hole, this is a gap. We never discussed this. We don't have a situation or a scenario to come up with it. I've been sitting back and thinking, well, I don't want to be the one to say I told you so. And you really don't want to be the one to say I told you so in the office. However, I've been trying to find old documentation where I've mentioned it in a passive aggressive way. So instead of like the I told you so line, I'll pull up an email that I sent out that keeps all of this documented. And y'all, paper trail. I believe wholeheartedly in a paper trail. If you do do anything, send an email to somebody with your thoughts so that it is time stamped and out there in the inner sphere so that you can Bring that thing up to light again, okay? Paper trail. That goes for everything. If you're having troubles with your manager, if you're having troubles with a coworker, if you've got questions that haven't been answered, email. Something that has a timestamp to say this is when you sent it and you can start tracking that stuff going through. I leave myself little breadcrumbs of things I may search all the time in an email, even if it feels like it's redundant, because I might think I typed something one way and later when I'm trying to search it, finding another way. So I use as many synonyms as possible so I can search that sucker. But paper trail, I can't push it enough. Send the email, even if you just send it to your buddy and then you can pull it up and forward it and say, hey, I was looking through Outlook and I identified yada, yada, yada here on yada, yada date. So I know that was a small little tangent, but please send your email, even if it's just to your bestie. Keep it formal so that you can send it out again. But time stamps, baby, time stamps. So for this instance, I went through my Outlook and looked up an email and forwarded it back out to everyone and said, hey, I noticed we were talking about this being a problem now. And I think these are some of the questions that we documented the last time we tried to speak on this, but we never had a great outcome. That says, I brought this up. I knew it was a problem. These were the open questions I had that never got answered, or these were possible solutions or workarounds that we came up with, and we never actioned on them. That way it gets the conversation started again in a more direct pathway, but also reminds people You are ahead of the game. You are doing what you need to do to get this job done and you are not getting the support you need to be successful. Now, if you're at home and you're in the car and you're clapping and you're snapping and you're like, yes, Courtney, that's it. That's it, girl. You showed them. 
nine times out of 10, it does not matter that you forwarded that email. It does not matter that you brought this up again. They will take this information and move it along as they are now and make the problem your problem because it's last minute. The documentation does not give you the kudos you're after. However, you can direct your way and it can remind you that you are doing your job to the best of your ability. Because sometimes we start doing these activities and this work and we're not getting anywhere and you start to doubt yourself. You start to think, can I not do this job? Did I actually forget this? Or am I making gaps and not covering myself? And it tears away your confidence and your ability to do these things. So if nothing else, it may help you push through. It'll frustrate you like no other, but you'll try. So yes, something that I brought up in December, now a problem. It's got to be fixed last minute before, you know, we start to get into the holiday season and Black Friday sales and, you know, code freezes and things of that nature. And I can't move any further. So now it is an emergency on my part to get this figured out and quickly when we could have had it resolved a long time ago and we could have given ourselves time for it. Well, as we start designing for the next new thing and I'm bringing up questions and trying to point out gaps and no one's hearing me, I'm starting to see it again, right? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And it is highly frustrating to try and contribute, have these good conversation starters and get ignored or set aside as less than. So your ideas are kind of kicked to the curb. And then we start driving and the curb is all of a sudden in the middle of the road. And for the longest time, it used to really stress me out. I'd be waving my arms, letting everybody know there's danger up ahead. There's danger up ahead. And they're like, look at Chicken Little always calling about danger up ahead. She's so crazy. And then when danger comes and hits, it's like, oh, you know, never does she call something out and it doesn't actually come and bite us in the ass again later, does it? However, like I said, it's insanity to keep doing the same thing over and trying to change the result. So I've had to really stop and identify how do I make effective change or how do I continue to do my job to the best of my abilities without continuing to stress myself out? I got enough problems and I don't need the extra cortisol. Okay. So I've been trying to do, I I took this advice and if you've ever known someone to be a lifeguard, um, not me, because I didn't like to get my hair wet. Not a great swimmer either. But some people become lifeguards. And I think one of the things they teach in lifeguard training is sometimes you have to let people drown before you can save them. And I think that's truer outside of the pool in every sense of the way. You can do everything in your ability to be heard, seen, and considered when it comes to the things that we're working on in corporate America. But you cannot force people to listen to you. And you don't want to force people to listen to you because then you start to get this bad reputation where people think you're a hard ass or again, they think you say the sky is falling and they start to dismiss you consistently. 
And I know that's very frustrating to hear because we believe that we can make people change and we cannot. I'm not saying don't try because you can even try to not try. But if you're a type A type of person or someone who takes pride in doing something well, you're going to kick it back up and you're going to keep doing it. There's nothing that actually stops you from being great. However, once you've said it and it has been dismissed, it is now up to you to decide how you want to treat it. You can say, hey, I said it. This is your problem. And move on. And when push comes to shove and they drop it back on you, you can be frustrated and upset and huff and puff quietly under your breath at your desk and get it done. Or you can try to solve or have ideas outside of it, document them kind of like I mentioned earlier, send it out and have it at the ready to talk about. Sometimes you got to let people and jobs drown if they don't want to be saved. Project Pat taught us the best. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. You cannot save someone who doesn't want to be saved. You cannot save trouble or prevent it if people don't want the trouble saved or prevented. The best you can do is call it out when you see it and be diligent about fixing it when they put it back on your plate. Because they're more than likely going to put it back on your plate. They're going to act like we're all in this together and it's going to circle around and be on you later. So if nothing else, help yourself. And that's really all you can do. And I know I'm beating a dead horse or whatever you're supposed to say so that PETA doesn't yell at you. But even if you have a meeting or a conversation and it gets ignored, your your call outs or your questions, If you email them later on to another person on the team, another, your manager, just anyone and say, hey, these are the thoughts I had based on this conversation. These are the open questions we may have. And and just leave yourself crumbs and thoughts, because a lot of times you'll come up with great ideas or great call out great problems and you yourself won't remember. Okay, we're not robots. We don't remember everything we say, but it helps if you can make sure that it's documented somewhere and sent somewhere so it's easily searchable because I can write notes in like a one note or a sticky note and I will have the hardest time trying to find it again or I filed it somewhere where I wouldn't have filed it later on and things of that nature but an email you can just type a simple word in your search bar and it'll try to pull it up and again kind of like I mentioned I'll put a lot of similar phrases in the same email just because if it is associated with one idea or it could be associated with another idea I can search it and this whole email thing it goes for anything like I mentioned if you are being told that you don't do something write out how your how your day went time track it send it to your manager and that way if they try to bring you up on something you can say well here's where I communicated this and here's where I mentioned this and I want to make sure that we're on the same page or are you getting these emails that I'm sending to make sure that you see it it's a lot harder to refute negative feedback or criticism if you cannot prove your worth and Unlike the court of law, the burden is on you. You are guilty until proven innocent. So again, paper trail. I love it. Keep it, honestly. And I promise I won't bring it up again this week. 
And honestly, I won't bring it up again this week because that's all I've got. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Please shoot me an email at thecorporatecourtneypodcast at gmail.com. If you feel like you also have been speaking into a void and no one's listening, uh, share your, your stories on how frustrating that is or other ideas that you've had to combat some of these scenarios because I know I can't be the only one talking and no one listening. I mean, I love to talk. Like my third grade teacher said, I would talk to a brick wall and to prove her correct, I did. So I will speak. My ideas are free and flowing. However, if I'm not being heard, I get frustrated and that frustration starts to bleed into the rest of my work. So to prevent that, there's got to be ways to combat it. So if you've got ideas on that, please shoot them over to me or you can hit me up in my DMs on social media at underscore corporate court. And I'd love to hear from you guys on any previous episode. I'll mention them here on the beginning of the episodes. Um, Just love the engagement that I've been getting on some of these. So thank you guys. I continue to thank you. Um, You keep me going because if you're not listening, I'm going to stop recording. (laughs) So until I see you guys again on floor 19, as always, toodles.